Welcome to the Daily Degenerate, the ultimate sports and entertainment podcast for your busy life. My name is Cohen Hughes, co-host and producer, and I'm joined by Los Angeles' very own Maddie Goldberg. We appreciate you listening and hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome to the Daily Degenerate Podcast. I'm Maddie Goldberg in Los Angeles on a beautiful day, and I'm joined by two gentlemen in Georgia. I'll first throw it out to Cohen Hughes. What up, everybody? My name is uh, Maddie. Why you got to take my fucking tagline like that? Sorry. Everybody, you do it. I am Cohen Hughes, the Michael Rappaport of Atlanta, the professional devil's advocate, podcast poppy, whatever else you want to throw in there. And I'm joined to the right of me by um, the host of Hot Takes with TP3, Thomas Penland. Thomas, how you doing today? I'm doing good, guys. I appreciate y'all having me on the podcast. I'm a big fan. I love listening to y'all go at it. Y'all got a nice combination of humor and sports. So I'm glad to finally be on an episode and give my takes for y'all. Are they going to be hot? Oh, my You're takes Thomas are so Finland. hot, you might get burned. It's oh, my God. Damn, I almost, almost screwed over a little bit, my man. I don't know about all that. Yeah, it's a good thing you got your tank top on. You might be able to absorb <laughs> a little bit of this heat. <laughs> so, Thomas, now when Cohen says he's a Michael Rappaport of the South, I see your face, and you're just like, what the fuck is he talking about? It is cracks a, me up every single time yeah. I hear him say that. I mean, Cohen's definitely a little more – he puts the humor in there a little bit more than I do. I try to stay a little bit more, you know, like a Colin Coward type, like sure. a little more stick to facts and stuff. But I love how y'all yeah. keep all the humor and stuff and bust each other's balls the whole episode. Yeah, it's good times. And, uh, you know, we feel comfortable bust your balls. I mean, you said you got a, you got a fucking a lock this week. And I, I don't even know what your lock is, but I'm going to put 20 bucks on it and – and when uh, it doesn't, if it doesn't win, I will tweet you and try to troll your ass. <laughs> let's go! Oh, but you know, you're gonna make y'all, me. Y'all want me to go ahead and drop the lock for y'all right now? Let's, let, let's hear the lock. What What is the yeah. Thomas Penland lock of the week? So it's so actually Thomas, two of them. I got the, both okay. of them happened the Colorado State at Hawaii game or Hawaii at Colorado State game. It's on Saturday at 7:30 on CBSSN. So I don't know if y'all have that channel, but. I've got yeah. Colorado State minus 14 points, and I also have under 56 and a half. Um, I've seen a lot of sharp action on Colorado State this week. I've been watching it, as is with the under, and I just feel like that Hawaii, I mean, they were really sorry last year, so I feel like Colorado State's going to shut them down and probably win the game like 40 to 7 or something like that. So, okay. So that's I'm going to take uh, minus 14. I'm going to stay away from the over-under. I'm going to take Colorado minus 14. On the road, Colorado State. Oh no! No, Colorado, Colorado State's at home. Hawaii's on the road. I just I misset it at the beginning, but okay, because that's a big deal. Because then you got to travel. You're in a weird time zone, so it's much more logical that Colorado State minus fourteen. I'm gonna put fucking. I'm putting thirty on that shit. Uh oh, raise yeah. it up. I'm, I like it. And you know, another big thing too is kind of Hawaii. Like it's a completely different atmosphere from Colorado. You're elevated rather yeah. than Hawaii. You're kind of you know almost under sea level and stuff. Yeah, sure. I remember Colorado State destroyed somebody last year in the first game of the year. They played like a cupcake, and they just destroyed them. So I think, yeah, they, they play a cupcake early. Uh, I'm going to take that, and let's uh, hopefully Thomas Pynchon's going to put a little money in my pocket. I'll, I'll buy a pepperoni pizza with that money. Oh, yeah, that's a that's a nice $30 pepperoni pizza right I was about there. to say, in Los Angeles, that's, that's all that $30 would buy you is a fucking pepperoni pizza. Yeah, for you guys, it's probably like 5 bucks, a little 7-Eleven action or – Ah, uh, well, we we don't get 7-Eleven. We get, like, Quick Trip and Racetrack. 
Now, now, Tom is pinching the third. Are, are any other good games this week, or are all the other the games really start next Saturday? Really start next Saturday. I mean, ESPN2 is carrying uh, Wyoming at New Mexico State. Um, Prairie View's at Rice, and Duquesne's is at UMass. So, I mean, not really much to watch no. there with those games. Uh, I'm trying to yeah. find some uh, value in these other games. I'm still looking for and uh, contacting my sources to try to get some more uh, picks in. So, Well, it's live football. It, it's live football in pads. It that is. isn't preseason, so yeah. I'll be. I'll, I'll try to watch some games at work on my phone. Just curious, Thomas, how much are you putting on the, the Colorado game? Uh, I'll probably throw 25 on both. That's Right now, that's my one-unit bet. If we get up more money, then definitely be a more hefty uh, bet. But as of right now, to start off the season, you know, you got to stay low, low scale, and are you, build up. The- are you going to parlay it the, with the under, or just do straight? No, nah, I already locked them both in twenty-five uh, straight okay. up. I'm, I, I probably won't parlay it. I don't. I don't know. I'm not confident in it enough. Because if one doesn't hit, you're going to at least want some sort of consolation. Yeah, so I'm saying at worst case, they cancel each other out. I mean, I think they're both going to hit, but I mean, I'm not like 100% confident that I'd parlay them. But trust me, next week I'll have some quality parlays coming out. All right. You know know what game I hit last year? Clemson versus Miami. I was in Vegas, kicked Clemson in the under, parlayed that shit. It was beautiful. And it got close because Clemson was scoring so many points. But then they just turned the fourth quarter. It was like... Three more points to go over, and then they just took the gas off. But I think it was like forty to three or something, in the, or forty to ten, or forty-five, you know, something like that. But I hit the under and uh, Clemson easily. Yeah, no, I remember betting, that. Betting on the under on anything, I feel like, makes you want to pull your hair out because you're just sitting there watching the score, like shit. I hope they don't score. Oh, yeah, like fuck, fuck. Yeah, like let's chill with all this scoring, like. It's crazy, yep. but I'm not going to lie. The thing I'm most excited for for college football to come back is a uh, Maction Tuesday and Wednesday. That's where you build the foundation for your week of betting is on, yep. on those games right there. I've bet overs on games before. They'll have like 21, and you got to go over 72, and you're just like, well, fuck, this isn't hitting. Yeah. The next thing you know, they score four touchdowns, well, and a minute of time comes off the clock, and you're like, all right, this is a lock, baby. Those teams are so wacky, dude. I love it. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's horrible football, but it's fun to watch. Nothing more interesting than gra- grabbing a couple of beers and watching Max on Tuesday and Wednesday. Yep. Little little Miami, Ohio versus, oh, uh, yeah. versus uh, Kent State or some shit. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. All those, all those teams. Toledo, especially. That's where Toledo. Came from, yeah, they score know. a lot of points. Yeah. So, speaking saying. of a whack ass Thursday night, um, yeah. we actually have my college football team, the Tulane Green Wave. Oh, playing um, Tulane is actually the the cupcake this time against Wake Forest. As bad as that sounds. So Wake Forest is a they had a good quarterback. They had a, what Shermer's son um, who's a coach he, of the Giants. I'm pretty sure he's actually gone. Graduated. They're, um, they're okay. starting the freshman quarterback. I know on Thursday night Wake Forest is. Yeah, he threw. Um, I'm pulling up his name right now. He actually threw. Last year, I remember, in the Clemson game for over 200 yards when he came in the game. And they have wide receiver Greg Dorch, who's a first-team all ACC All-American. Wake Forest is kind of that ACC team that's flying under the radar a little bit that people aren't really yeah. watching for, I think, could be yeah, really played, good this season. They should have beat Florida State last year. That was a crazy game. Yeah, we, trust me, the amount of times we've struggled against Wake Forest, I, that, those games have made me pull my hair out. The it's ACC, cold. I think, is like a good balance of like wacky football – but also yeah. like some quality football in there. Yeah, yeah, no, there's no, some I, good teams. Yeah, no, the ACC. I'm a. I like the SEC a lot, but I'm more of an ACC guy. I feel like they are good, do a good job of combining the high scoring with with it still being like real football, though. Unlike in the Pac-12 and stuff, where all you see is these little quick screens and run yeah. plays, and bullshit. And I feel on. like I feel like the whole Oregon novelty ran out on us like a while ago. And 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 exactly like you said, yeah, it's a fun Tuesday night to go get drunk at Buffalo Wild Wings and. 
watched Miami of Ohio beat down Youngstown State in a fucking forty to twenty five in, in a fifty one to thirty two game. Yeah. You know, like dude, like you would have thought that it was a goddamn basketball team playing out there. <laughs> Dead ass. You know it. So what's on the rundown? Um, because oh, you you're so uh, um, organized together, organized. Um, yeah. So, Maddie, um, I'm, I'm pretty sure you've probably heard, unless you live under a rock, which I'm sure you don't because you have internet and we're Skyping with you right now. Yeah. But um, the Urban Meyer. Three games. I predicted it. Didn't I predict it? Yes, you did. Um, I said four. I said they would give him the cupcakes off and then they would suspend him for the cupcakes well, no, and then well, he'd no, come they're, back. Well, they're not giving him the cupcakes off because you know who Urban Meyer returns for, right? The team that he returns for in week three. Who's that? I'm gonna let I'm, I'm gonna let Thomas pull it up. Because, but no, they suspended for three games. It's Tulane. It's it's, it's it's the Tulane Green Wave. Oh shoot! Yeah, yeah. yeah Urban we, Meyer returns against the Tulane Green Wave and lock this down. Tulane gets Urban Meyer fired from Ohio no. State whenever we run the call, the scoreboard no. fifty six to fourteen over Ohio take State. I heard. Listen, be, if he didn't get fired after this, they ain't firing. Yeah. Well, no, when those contracts he did. If he isn't getting fired from this, they ain't firing him. Because they're like every article says, like they're taking like winning over morality. You know, I'm not gonna get into that. But I'm just saying they're taking winning over morality. I, I who's their first three games? Because I would imagine they're all cupcakes and then they bring him back for the big games. So, Maybe they have one tough game. They opened the season against Oregon State and Oregon cupcake. State was one and eleven last year, so oh it's basically a cupcake. Then cupcake. they play then they get Rutgers at home, and I mean Rutgers Cupcake. like the laughing stop at the Cupcake. stock of big yeah. t- big tens. It's every Cupcake. sport really like 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 all their sports have kind of like fizzled out at this point. Like they had who, who did they have Mohamed Sanu? Yeah, and Ray Rice. That like, they were like, come on, boys! Them. Like Tulane has Greg, just as many as that. I'll tell you this: Greg Schiano did a great job there. Oh, absolutely! I mean, he got himself an yeah. NFL job off of it. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, great. And job what's the there, third but, game? What was that? Tulane. What's no, your third no, that, game? that's the fourth game. Yeah, the third, the third game is TCU, and so I predicted he would miss two games just because yeah. I felt like they would hold him out for those two cupcakes and throw him in there against TCU. But suspending him for TCU is going to be crazy because I feel like that's that's like, their saving grace. That's that's them saying, okay, we're not completely rolling over yeah. on our stomachs for Urban Meyer, but what we'll do is we'll suspend him against for one good game and two shitty ones. He, and then he is going to be there for Michigan. That's all that needs to know. Well, and I'm not sure if it's pertinent to anyone here, but um, he gets to return to practice. A day after, oh, so ridiculous. He gets to return to uh, practice a day after the first game against. And you uh, really, and you State. really don't know, like, if he's hiding somewhere with a headset, you know, under a tunnel. He has you know, a fake like mustache managers. on in the crowd, and he's exactly. over here like re- relaying plays and formations. Stuck a pillow up his shirt. Yep. Yep. Dressed up as a cheerleader. That'd be amazing. If yeah, he came out as a cheerleader, you know, it'd be funny. For that, one of the one of the greatest moments, and you can attest as being a Florida State fan. We all know Jimmaeus Winston isn't the smartest guy, but that look on his face when he came out to warm up the game he was suspended, he got dressed up, and he's, like, tossing the ball, and Jimbo Fisher is like, Jameis, you ain't playing. I mean, that's one of the greatest moments in college sports ever. Like, you get suspended, but you somehow think you're going to just, like, sneak and play. 
when the whole everybody's talking the whole week, he's been suspended. All right, Amazing. guys, when, when coach isn't looking, throw me in there instead of the backup. Exactly. And then we'll, just, we'll just keep running. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't yeah. try to switch jerseys with him, but the yeah. only problem was, problem was the backup was white, so it wouldn't have worked oh, out. Damn. But, no, I agree with you completely. I'm not going to lie. Me, me as a big Florida State fan, everyone thinks I'm a big Jameis Winston supporter, but I'm not. I hate him now that he's in the NFL. and. I love oh, James and everything he did for us, but I mean the guy's a straight up idiot. Everything he does is yeah. stupid, and I think nothing puts together how like just stupid James Winston is. I think he, when he, mean, he means w. well. He means well though. But oh, he just come on, but dude, but come he, on, he means well. Like I know you guys both when you're in an Uber and it's a female driver. You have the urge to go in the front seat and, and grope her. I mean I feel that way every day. <laughs> Maddie, that is true, and. Yeah. If that if that assault groping is true, then shame on him. But we just don't he know what happened. It. it was no. No, he admitted it. We don't know if he admitted it to take the less harsh four game penalty over the the whole year. They could have made him sit out. You know, like we yeah, don't sure. know what actually happened. So I'm, 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 I'm on saying, the side of saying this is probably problem, true. Though. I have the same problem. Every time I have a female, sometimes I have a male driver. I have the urge to go up there and try to grope him. That just means you don't discriminate. Uh, it happens. Your gender fluid. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. It happens. I know you nothing live in Los Angeles, but I, I didn't know yeah. you were that progressive. <laughs> Listen, man, you got urges, man. You just got to go up there and grope her. Uh, so the final question remains. Um, sure. Thomas, was the three-game suspension fair, unfair, warranted? Was it what Ohio State needed to do? No, I think it was absolutely unfair, as in the fact that, as like, I think Urban Meyer should have been fired for it. I mean, for Urban Meyer, it was a great deal for him, but though I feel like that is absolute bullshit. I mean, Urban Meyer, just looking at him, he's done some shady things in the past and stuff. And this is not even me speaking as a Florida State fan. This is just me speaking as a person in general. The only reason why he's not fired is because I think he's in like that. I'll give it to Urban Meyer. He's in that elite probably three to five yeah. coaches in college football that are on exactly. another level from everyone else. And that's the ultimate yep. reason why he didn't get fired. But, I mean, he can't really fuck up again because, I mean, his oh, – Oh, oh, oh he's on thin ice. Yeah, he's on the thinnest ice you can be on. But, I mean, Ohio State's not going to fire him. He's lost eight games since he's been there. I mean, he took them to that 12-0 season when they weren't bowl eligible. Then he won them the national championship the next year. So, I mean, Urban Myers got it got it made for him there, and they don't want to get rid of him. But I think I think that more so they made him sit out that amount of time because they were trying to find evidence to help keep his job rather than that. Exactly. Than him lose rather his than job. make a rash decision beforehand. Yeah. They don't want to fire him. They, they know he's too good. Yeah. Yeah. And the worst part about it was in his like press conference, it was just kinda like that you're that you're that fan who sees Urban Meyer at like quick trip or something, and you're like, Yo, Urban, let me get a picture real quick. It was kinda like he gave you that kinda like fuck off. Like yeah. that was kinda like what he was like in the interview. Yeah. Just kinda like get out of like nah. I was not I hated it. It made me it made me angry. Like I hope Ohio State I, loses every game this year now. I will I, I will say this about what he probably feels though. He's probably been on staffs. I mean, obviously, to get a head coaching job, you probably have to have 30 assistant coaching jobs. And he's probably seen it everywhere where there's a call at 3 in the morning and the head coach, it's like your player roughed up his girlfriend, your player did this. We're sitting, and the cops are calling you like, hey, we're sitting outside his dorm right now. Like, You better come get him or else we're going to take him to jail. And so he's sitting there. He's like, why me? Like every coach, Jim, I'm sure it's happened to Jim Harbaugh. I'm sure it's happened to fucking – uh, Jimbo Fisher, anybody, they get that call at three in the morning, and it's like you protect your player, you protect your coach, and he's like, "Why me? Like I'm the only one that's going to get busted here." This has been going on for forty, fifty years. Um, so I, um, with some developments that came out today, I'll keep my answer short because I know we have to move on. I'll keep it under about a minute. Um, yeah. I would say that the punishment that Urban Meyer was given by Ohio State. 
was fair and the fact that the schedule plays into his punishment that he gets to of course it's fair sit, sit out sit out the two games against the yeah. cupcakes and the one good game he gets to come back for two lane he'll probably win that one I was, I was just messing around with the whole 50 16 thing and yep. then um <clears throat> i think that it was a warranted punishment i think because there was really no crime committed by him it was really just a disservice to the organization and the football team as a whole and the values that college football says they stand for. But, Cohen, one, I'm not willing to interrupt. If, you, if your buddy Thomas here murders Burton Brown and you cover it up, you're an accessory to murder. I'll let you continue. And 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 you are correct, but we are talking about murder as compared to a domestic dispute. Yeah. Which, is, yeah. For you, it doesn't mean much. I didn't say it doesn't but mean much, but, 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 but it is less on the ladder. By maybe yeah. a ring or two, a rung or two, whatever you want to say. But, sure. I mean, we still we still have to take things in perspective. Yep. So, it was it was warranted. Three games is fine. I'm not mad. Um, the press conference, like Thomas said, was a little bit infuriating that he refused to say old girl's name. Like, he could have really just saved himself a lot of face. He really could, could have just made the situation better by having that outpour of, yes, we're sorry yeah. this has happened. You know, like, we don't condone those things. Sure. You know, like, but he gave the whole little kid who, who gets caught doing something he shouldn't be doing but doesn't know what's wrong. So he just acts like, he just says sorry just to say sorry. You know, like, yeah. he's saying sorry because someone's making him say sorry. Exactly, yeah. Um, I've yeah, never... I've never liked Urban Meyer much, um, given his track record. Um, mm-hmm. Doesn't help that he's coached at two schools that I don't particularly like a whole lot. Um, that being said, all the Aaron Hernandez stuff, all the tattoo stuff, all the previous stuff that's happened, he is on very thin ice. But one thing that does leave a distaste in my mouth is that I heard um, today on the radio, whenever I was making a drive to and from class, that Urban Meyer actually takes medicine for memory loss. Yeah, I mean, he almost died a few years ago. He had yeah. some weird heart thing, and you know, he's a strange guy. He doesn't seem like a friendly guy, but you can't take away his record. Like no. his record is so good, and it's like Michael Jackson had a a fucking you know Ferris wheel to 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 bring kids in, and Michael Jackson was so talented, nobody cares about the shit he did. And when you're that good of a coach. You you don't get fired, you know. You you the the school needs you because football is bigger than anything in Ohio State. I mean, yeah. it is like a life; it's a religion. And even and, even if even if he calls shitty plays on the field, even if he doesn't get the guys ready to practice, the brand of having Urban Meyer, yeah, makes him they, that they, top three coach. They're gonna lose like they they minimally lose two games a year. They they consistently get into the Final Four, which is so hard. And they beat Michigan every year. I think they beat Michigan like he's never lost to Michigan. I mean, you you it, it's that important. It's more important than the microscopes. It's more important than fucking classrooms. It, you know, Ohio State is football. Yep. And and he's almost impervious where he's so such a big name of a coach. Like they were gonna be like, all right, we'll we'll they basically suspended him for one game. Like the first two games are gonna win easily. I like I said, I, I can coach those two games. You're crazy. No, no, I said Thomas, I would tend to agree with that. Okay, okay. All right, so the third game is going to be tough. So they want to be like, we're going to punish him a little. But this is like uh, not even a slap on the wrist. No, yeah, yeah, because because he gets to return against a – I'm a Tulane fan, but a, but a mediocre Tulane team that they'll probably crush, that Oklahoma beat 54-14 yep. last year. Yeah. 
Um, but, uh, my, the, my, my last note on this whole Urban Meyer thing, just to refute your point on saying that Urban Meyer is the only man that's going down in this, um, that could not be true. I've actually heard some rumors about Tom Herman being involved. Um, I've heard some rumors that if this season goes south, that uh, Urban Meyer and his whole staff are gone. Let's well, say that not, it's not going to go south, though. Well, well, well. Let's say that 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 interim head coach drops that first game, not or, or, the, or, the, or, or that third game against TCU, who who is ranked Probably. 16 right, right now. So I mean, it's not I mean, out that's of a the, possible loss, but you know, if they come out two and one, and then they go eight and two or nine and two, it's it's a successful year. Yeah, they still have a tough schedule, though. I mean, they're at Penn State, who's number yeah, ten right their now. Their schedule at is Michigan really bottom heavy, and they get. Michigan, who's number fourteen. I mean, other than that, I mean, Purdue. They're at Purdue, who's supposed to be kind of that sleeper team. Well, and, and, and Purdue always plays well at home. It's yeah. always hard to win at the Boilermakers' house. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, I mean, I think that that TCU game is going to be huge because I mean, Ohio State yeah. definitely plays one of the hardest schedules in the nation. So, I mean, they can't really afford to fuck around and lose games at the beginning of the season. Tom, Thomas, what do you give them at the end of the season? They, I guess they play eleven games. What do you give them right um, now? I give them. I think. Let's see. There's. Eight and three or seven and four. So I think they're going to lose to TCU, and I think they lose at Penn State. Um, Penn State's a team I've been talking about on my podcast a good bit. Is a sleeper team. I really like Trace McSorley. I really really like uh, Miles Saunders. Some say McSorley is better than um, all. Like what the All American teams came out the other day, and then they ranked Bryce Love above him or whatever. Like no, he the quarterback. quarterback, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, They ranked um, the kid from. Well, uh, the kid from, the transfer from Ole Miss to uh, oh, Shea Patterson. Patterson, the, the kid who plays from Michigan, transferred from Ole yeah. Miss. They ranked him above McSorley, but yeah. um, I don't. I don't think that's correct. I think McSorley's so a better you think quarterback. Eight, eight and three, seven and four. Um, I think they're probably going to lose two to. I think they max out at three losses. I don't see more than three losses. I think when Urban comes back, they'll kind of be no matter what happens against TCU. I think they'll be on a mission and they'll be pissed off, but I just don't think they're going to win at Penn State. I mean, Penn State, Ohio State, whenever the road team or the, I mean, the home team yeah. almost always wins in that series. It's kind of like Auburn and Georgia, you know, the home team yeah, always wins in that. It's just it's just such and, a big rivalry, and Penn State's has such a rich history as a program. They're just like Ohio State, where they bleed football, you know. So I think it. Yeah. I think that's a huge game. That's probably going to be one of the biggest games of the entire season. It will, especially Penn, with this suspension. Penn. Penn State blew that game last year. They were up by like twenty yeah. at the horseshoe, and then they fucking died. Yeah, one of those heard. games. I think I won though. I covered. Yeah, I wrote like Penn a State point cover. Yeah, seven I covered, but they blew much. it. Yeah, it was way too yeah. much to give us as Penn State. But I actually disagree with you on that being the biggest game of the season. I mean, I'm a little biased, but I think Florida State and Clemson. Clemson coming into our house is going to be a huge game. Both that teams is. will probably be undefeated. So I'm going to the game. It's October 29th, I believe. It's oh, my God. And you'll spend uh, Halloween weekend? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. So you're going to be in Clemson or is that Florida State? It's in Tallahassee. Wow. Okay. So we, we're talking – we haven't talked to any college football in the first 10 episodes, and this whole one is college football. It's pretty cool. I mean, I, I'm pumped. I watch Saturday, Sunday. You know, I'm, I'm in L.A. I have, I have friends here who love UCLA. They want to be like weirdos because everybody here loves USC. So I've I've taken the the blue and the yellow and the blue and the gold, Hell and yeah. I'm excited for a little Chip Kelly, a little a little uh, you know excitement, a hundred plays, and uh, we'll see what he's got. But I'm really excited for the season. 
Yeah, no, I agree with you there. I think Chip Kelly, like, people forget he completely owned that conference when he was out there. And I think, I don't know if it'll be this year. I think they'll pull some good upsets, and I think UCLA will probably win, like, probably go like 9-4, and 8-5, and five, something like that. But That would be a good first year for him. Yeah, absolutely. But I think give year. him a year or two, and UCLA will be as good as Oregon was, if not better. All right. So anything else going on, Cohen? Please tell me no NBA shit. Um... I don't have much on the NBA, but um, I'm not sure if you guys okay. heard, but they finalized the uh, exhibition match between Tiger and Phil Mickelson. Is this basketball or is this golf? Do you know who Tiger and Phil Mickelson are? Yeah, they're golfers, but what, I mean, I'd rather see them do basketball for eight million than golf. It's nine million, but no, they're doing golf. Um, they're going to be playing in Las Vegas on Thanksgiving okay. weekend. Um, the early odds are Tiger minus one seventy and Phil plus one fifty. Wouldn't you want to see him do another sport, though? No, I would want to see him play the sport they're fucking best at. Like, I want to see him do basketball, hockey, maybe like one-on-one football drills. Thomas gets it. That'd be fun. I think it'd be funny to watch, but I mean, I just feel like the golf's like really one of the only sports you can go one-on-one against each other. Even in right. basketball, like basketball was my sport growing up and stuff. It's my favorite sport, but I just feel sure. like one-on-one's not a good judgment of who's the best. That's just who's the best at isolation scoring. You I mean, know? That, I mean, this is just a silly exhibition. I mean, it'll be fun because people they're they're big names and they're kind of both past their prime. But these put, two have history, though. Of course, they put nine million dollars of opiates. That would be like they would go for it. That would be competitive, like nine million dollars worth of painkillers oh, and stuff like that. That would be the best hooker. match they've ever played. That would be the um, the match from the Legend of Bagger Vance. Yeah, like just have a, a prize of like hot chicks and opiates, Applebee's waitresses and oxycotton and tigers exactly. there. Yeah, give him a, also it. throw a twelve pack of beer in there and a couple free Uber uh, or Lyft um, cards. Yeah, and oh, Tiger's yeah. all Tiger's gonna Tiger's yeah. gonna beat him by five strokes. He's gonna be there in his fucking power red polo. So you guys gonna watch that or not? Oh no, I'll be glued to the TV. That's gonna be must see television. That's gonna that's gonna what? be like the Floyd Mayweather McGregor fight. Is no matter yeah. what your vested interest is, it that's just must see TV because it's like transcendent. It's like some shit that's I mean, never been done before. Well, what day does it, it fall on? Um, I don't know. I don't have that. All I see is Thanksgiving weekend. I mean, Thanksgiving. I mean, the NFL on that Thursday. Also, it's a week. I mean, that they'll Saturday pro- they'll, is they'll probably play Ohio that Saturday. State, Michigan. See, I mean, it's got the the fucking Alabama Auburn. Like, how are you going to compete with that? You probably yeah. got to do it on a Friday. See, I'm with Maddie. I mean, even if there's also a lot of good games that come on on that Friday, I'm be honest. I used to like golf a lot, but as time's gone on, I haven't really watched it as much. And I probably, if there is football on or basketball, I'm 100% watching football or basketball over over the golf match. I mean, I'm not. If somebody pays for it, I'll flip over to it a little bit. And that's like, why I'm, I'm glad that I have two it. TVs and I have a janked Roku box over here that I can stream stolen oh, streams oh, from. Yeah. So how much is, I might how put much it is on. the pay per view? Um, I think Do it's 100, 125 bucks. Standard definition, 150. HD. So you're going to waste 125 to watch no, two no, guys pass their primes play golf. If you just heard me, I said that I have like a Roku box that I hook up to this TV that I can it, steal streams it, on. If you didn't have it, would you watch it? Um, what we did for the McGregor fight is uh, Thomas's fraternity. Um, I'm rented, asking rented you if like you didn't a, have it, would you pay? You don't fucking answer the well, fucking question. Well, I didn't have it that time. So what they did <laughs> is, is, is they rented like a big blow-up projector screen he's still not answering and the, the guys in the fraternity and i answer my threw, question threw my 10 bucks in as well i see through we, we would do something like that we would, would you pay 125 by myself probably yeah. not 
So you get arrested. You're wearing an ankle bracelet. You can't leave your place the day of it. The only way you can watch is to pay 125 bucks. Do you pay 125 bucks? Damn, I'm. I don't know. I may have to. Like, cause that means I can't go to the bar oh and watch it too. Fucking lord. No shot. Thomas, they, you, that's Maddie? a smart man. Dude, like, I like this, this is Thomas. Just a, this kid. is this is the once in a lifetime thing. Like, it's kind of like the McGregor Mayweather fight. Like, you just may not ever see some crazy shit like this ever again. I know, but I need to see something more. I I want to see like uh, like either trash talking or like a fight or Tiger like, and Phil trash talk a lot. Yeah, it's but like I want friendly to see white guy trash talk, but it's trash talk. But I I need something more than two guys. I mean, I I get it. I love them both. They're great names. They're great athletes. They're fun. They're they're charismatic. But I need more than just the two of them playing golf. I need more. I need something more. Um, play hockey. Play well, play fucking basketball. Well, because it's pay per view, that it'll it'll probably be no commercials. Um, they'll probably I don't give a fuck. I need something more. They'll probably be mic'd up. There will be comprehensive coverage of them from tee box to hitting it in the hole. This I is golf. This, this is golf TV like we've never seen it before. And those of you who watch more. golf like I do, I'm not saying yeah. that I'm tuned into every major, but the advancements in television and media have made uh-huh. golf way more enjoyable to watch, especially like, 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 like the ball trail, whenever they hit it, you know, like the advanced stats that they have up while the, while the match is going on. Like, Yeah, they'll even tell you when how recently Tiger and Phil both took a shit and went to the bathroom, you know, exactly. how many hookers they banged the that, night before. That, how much that Vicodin stuff. was taken, how, how many bottles were missing from the hotel mini bar. I was this just is going to be must-watch golf TV. I was just hanging out with a girl who claims that – one of her high school, this girl that sucked in high school like an asshole, moved out here to L.A. And she had a little fling with Jordan Spieth and then fucking swindled $2 million out of him. Nice. You know, they they kind of fucked around and then she fucking, you know, just extorted him for, for a couple mil. But I don't know if it's true or not. Just find an interesting story. Yeah, that's kind but of a huge move. And that's what I need. I need I need some action. For, for pay-per-view for $100 – like if you're watching two guys beat the shit out of each other, that's worth money. Did, but playing golf it ain't worth money. Did you did you rent the uh, Mayweather McGregor fight? No. Would you? Like if, if if it happened again? I would have twelve people at my house and pay ten bucks. That's it's worth that's, about ten bucks. That you're we're in the same boat. It, but even if I was by myself, I think I would still rent the Mayweather McGregor too. Very well. If they no matter what kind of fight it was, if it was boxing, MMA, whatever. Yeah, I'd probably be more inclined to pay for Mayweather and McGregor. I'm with y'all. I think it's just a little more fun to watch them both fight each other. I mean, I, I exactly. can't watch go, watch all 18 holes of golf, so I mean, I'm not going to pay that much money for something I don't even want to watch the whole thing of. Yeah. If all the boys came over, everybody was drinking, we were having a good time, you know, like updating the leaderboard on the expo board, you know, like we made like a day, day drinking day out of it, it would be one yeah, thing. Yeah, you, you place bets on every hole who's going to win. Would, that, that, that would be one thing, but to, say, to sit here and just watch $125 to watch two – no matter what your opinion of them is, to some degree they're washed up. To watch two washed they up are. golfers play each other for a bunch of money is Ludicrous. a tall order. I would do it, but I know I that can't it's a tall it. order. Now, what's going on with baseball or anything else you want to? Um, what's on your rundown next? So I know that um, right now on the TV, didn't you say that you were rooting for the Staten Island team in the Little League World yeah. Series? They're yeah, actually they're playing the good. Georgia team right now. 
And what's the score? They're up one to zero. No, they're up three zero. Oh, three now. to zero. That was a hit. Yeah, they uh, just got they just so, two more runs. But I mean, dang. this this Georgia team came back down. I think seven runs or six runs the other day. Oh so. yeah, yeah. That, dude, that was the one where the kid at the walk over and his dad was like going crazy. Yeah, his dad was going more crazy than he was. Yeah. How many how many losses does Georgia have? Because I guess it's like what two losses you're out. I don't think we have any so far, right? Like, I don't know. I haven't really followed the Little League. I've, I like I like the Little League World Series a lot when I was younger, but I don't really follow it as much as I used to. Um, and I know um, just to give a shout out to Atlanta, right quick. Uh, we don't really do soccer except for big games and World Cup. Yep. But um, Joseph Martinez of Atlanta United uh, tomorrow, I think at eight p.m., will be playing against Orlando United. Yeah, must watch TV. And if anyone does not know, Joseph Martinez is actually going to break four records if he scores, um, or he could break four records. Um, one of them is the main one is for the single season goal record in the MLS. Yeah, it's a tw- he's tied it at twenty seven. He's tied at twenty seven, and we still have what five games to go. Like even if he didn't, yeah. doesn't score tomorrow night, he could still score. In two or three weeks, yeah, he'll definitely time. score. He scores all the game I went to. He's or the match I went to. He scored two goals. Um, and even it, and if he has a hat trick, like he's been known to have, he'll he'll break mm-hmm. the hat tricks in a season record in the MLS, and he'll break the total hat tricks record. And why does why isn't the Europe team swiped him up? Well, um, from what I know about Joseph, um, I the team that he the club that he used to play for slips my mind right now. But he actually has got a sh- he ha- he's had a shot to play uh-huh. on the developmental teams of um, yeah. a pretty big club, and it didn't work out. I well, think yeah, that the moment was from? too big from him. Uh, Venezuela, I want to say. Okay. Yeah, I believe he is Venezuelan. Um, so he's killing it. Yeah, um, and, and, and he's the kind of guy that's good for American soccer because he doesn't get that many assists. He just gets mad goals. And... Mm-hmm. Um, He's a high-scoring guy, as you can tell. Like he's still got five games to go, and he's one goal away from the MLS record, which has stood game, for nine years, I think. Is yeah. that game going to be on TV? Yeah. Oh, yes, it will. I'm pretty sure it'll be on ESPN or ESPN two because Orlando and Atlanta are rivals. Huge. Yeah, it's pretty much like a like a Braves Mets game, or yes. a Braves Phillies game. It's for soccer. Okay. It's, a, it's our big rival. But uh, he actually played for Torino over in Italy for three years. He had 58 appearances and seven goals. So, I mean, that's pretty shitty for a striker. Mm-hmm. Especially for Joseph, yeah. right? how we know that he plays. Yeah, exactly. I mean, but him now, I feel like in Atlanta, he just has fun. Like, he's appeared in 42 matches for us, and he has 41 goals. Like, that's goal almost a goal. goal yeah, goal again. 0.98 goals again. Yeah, pretty much, which that's is crazy. Insane. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely insane. Soccer, but, I mean, insane. he's just fun to watch. Like, he's small. He's only... He's listed at 5'7", and he's 25 years old. I guarantee you he's about 5'5", five, 5'6", five, five, and he just flies in there out of nowhere. 5'6", with soccer cleats Yeah, on. just drills headers. Like, I can't, yeah. like, when he scores headers, I'm just like, damn, he's so much smaller than everyone. He just flies in out of nowhere and just drills it in the back of the net. He's definitely my favorite Atlanta United player. I'll be watching uh, tomorrow. Uh, Friday at 8. Or 8 or time, 5 your time, And then Saturday, college football starts. It's amazing. Yes. Beautiful. Um, I actually am, am kind of ready to get back in the um, – swing of things in terms of football <coughs> not just NFL which NFL is of course the bell cow but um, yep. I like Thomas said dude like I love seeing those little shitty games on Tuesday and Thursday nights and on Wednesday yeah. nights and on Friday nights you know like yep I love I dude, to be quite honest with you I might love bad football more than I like good football <laughs> 
Um, I like it. Just depends, honestly. Like, there's nothing better when you got the NBA on the ML and you got the MLB playoffs on, and you got the shitty football on on at night, and you just sit there and you've got bets out on all of them. You're flipping. You got your two, three TV set up around. You're flipping around all of them, and like, you're pulling your hair out. Because, yeah, because you your dumbass placed a parlay on fucking Tulane at Oklahoma, fucking Utah Jazz at Timberwolves, and then Thomas, have you ever been to uh, Vegas? Um, I actually haven't. I want to go really bad, though. Oh, man, you'll bust a nut. It's insane. Yeah, I'm honestly thinking about going the weekend. uh, I think it's Khabib and uh, McGregor fight again. A bunch of my buddies are going out there. they bought tickets. Yeah, I know. I was like, you guys are dumb, dude. If Cohen goes, I'll come meet you guys there. Oh, I would 100% be down. Not necessarily to go to the fight, but just to go sit in sports and book all weekend. I'd be down to go sit in sports and book all weekend. The sports books are great. There's so much fun. Saturday and Sunday is a lot of fun. Uh, it's fun to like watch all the games, but it's also fun. You, you put a money on one big game, and then you go in your room and watch it. I mean, it, it's a great time. You're just like – you got so many tickets in your hand, and you're just like – I go every year for March Madness. So you know how insane that is. And it's uh, for gamblers, it's the best. That oh, yeah. th- Those uh, – it sucks because in Vegas they they jack up the hotel prices, and I'm sure that weekend they're gonna jack up the hotel prices. Yeah. Oh yeah, my buddy said they actually got an Airbnb for forty dollars. So I mean, if I could get out there for about, if I could get out there and get housing for the weekend for under five hundred dollars, I'd be a hundred percent down. Yeah, no. What 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 weekend is that? Um, let me look that up. Cohen, save some money up. Let's meet up there. All right. Wait. Don't um, fuck up. Depending on what weekend it is. It's probably in October, right? Um, let's. See. It says October sixth. Yeah. All right. Saturday, October sixth. What's going on in the NFL? Did you guys? Did you see that big fat coach on Hard Knocks? Yeah, he. Um, his stomach was vibing to the snap count. Like every time he yeah. would say "hut," like his stomach would extend two inches. I actually he haven't gotten to watch the last episode yet. I have five classes Monday and Wednesday, so I had one of those long days, and I just haven't had time to get around to watching the episode yet, but I'm planning on watching it first thing tomorrow. Yo, and, and, and you're going to work tonight? Yeah. You're going to sleep good tonight, my boy. Oh, for sure. I'm not waking up tomorrow until about 2 o'clock. So, Thomas, tell the people you, what you do. Uh, so, I I used to intern up here at the residential complexes at the Battery, so I used to work up here every game day, but now I bartended a bar in Buckhead called Churchill's, so... Got some late nights there, just serving drinks and whatnot. But, I mean, it's a good time, don't get me wrong. I mean, I can't even really call it work. You're ha- having yeah. fun most of the time you're in there, but still's definitely work. What's a raunchy uh, bartending story? Story. You meet a lot of ladies there? Oh, absolutely. Girls always come to you, and once you take shots with them, they'll give you their number and all kinds of stuff. I mean, it's, I'll hit some of them up, some of them I won't. Sometimes they'll text them, and they're blackout when they gave you their numbers. Yeah, they're like, they wait, who the anyway. fuck are you talking about? Yeah. But, no, I've, honestly, the raunchiest story I've ever seen is there's this one girl that was blackout in the bar, and she kept on take. She t- was literally walking around holding her high heels up in her hands and like literally like at the end of the night like when we're closing down the floor is just covered in bar tar and one of the girls I work with kept trying to help her put her shoes on and every single time she put them on she'd take one step and then take them off and just start walking around again and I was like what are you her doing? Her feet must have been so fucking nasty. Oh. I hate that bar tar dude. Have you ever gotten a, a Hummer while working the bar or nah? <laughs> uh, no I have not unfortunately. You're too busy watching the games. Yeah, no, definitely. That's what we're about to do tonight. Tonight we're about to sit there and watch that. Uh, I think it's the Browns and Eagles play tonight, a little Thursday. Yeah, night. only one game. Yeah, I'm hurt they only have one game, but I wish the Falcons were on, honestly, tonight. It's a great way to waste time because, I mean, nobody even comes in there until like 11 or 12 o'clock and we get there at like 8, so we're just chilling hard. I guess the Jazz, Saturday? 
What are your Saturday thoughts Stockton on uh, versus Jax? Yeah. What's, okay. what's your thoughts on Sarkeesian? I'm not a fan. Living um, out here, he, his USC job was he did a terrible job out here for USC. Just yeah. atrocious, a mess, just embarrassing, embarrassed himself, embarrassed the university, and you know, I know it takes a few years sometimes, but he was given a good car to drive. The, the Falcons have, you know, they were one of the best offenses when they made the Super Bowl, and last year they took a major step back offensively. Yeah, and it's no. like will they get will they get back to where they were two years ago? I think so. You know, Matt Ryan's been seen to do better in his second year with offensive coordinators. He did better his first year with Sarkeesian than he did his first year with Shanahan. I mean, that first year with Shanahan, I was about ready to run Matt Ryan out of town. Mm-hmm. Like, I was borderline ready. I was at a, We played the Vikings that season. I was at the game, and my, Matt Ryan threw two picks in the end zone after inside the 20. I mean, I was absolutely furious. But I think we'll do better this year with Sarkeesian. I think he's kind of seen what he, what he can work with and what he can't. I agree with you, though, that he embarrassed himself at USC. I mean, he knows his ass is on the line, and this could kind of really be like the, well, the come to the end of his coaching career. I mean, I feel like that he's just bounced around so much and he's done so much reckless stuff that he's really kind of at, at his last line. He needs to succeed in Atlanta, and I honestly really do think we'll play a lot better this year. I really felt like that team never played their best game every single time I watched this play, so... I think that Sarkeesian's going to get our uh, offense rolling and we're going to have a good season. There you go. We'll see. The jury's out. I'm, I'm a little worried about him, but I'm going to give him another year. I'll give him another chance. Yeah, I mean, he has no excuses, especially after adding Calvin Ridley, and I think we got our offensive line better. So, I mean, he really has no excuses. It's put up or shut up time for him. Yeah, I, I mean, um, the defense totally is agree. definitely going to have to step up for us again this year like they did last year they will. and vastly improve. Um we're in a good spot. I, I don't think that we'll be at the point to where we can score 35 a game anymore. Um, I'm looking for the uh, – sorry to interrupt, but I'm looking for the NFL game. What channel is that on tonight? Um, they're coming, I think they're on NFL. Net, no, it's either – no, it's on Fox actually. Fox kept playing the commercial. Right, Fox. How does Fox have the game? Well, they, it, was, it has, hasn't time. it been on NFL Network these past two weeks like yeah. because it's preseason? Yeah, some of the networks have contracts. Like I think NBC's playing a game on Sunday night, and I think Monday ESPN will have a game and stuff. And I was under the impression that NFL Network carried all the preseason games, and that was part of the Well, deal, the thing but. about today is this is the last game you're going to see anybody go play. So week four, as a joke, you see like guys that are on the line. If you like watching guys on the line, that's great, but – you're not going to see anybody play next week. So this is the last time to really see some NFL talent. And yeah, no, please I, don't bet on week four. Like, no. It's a crapshoot. Oh, I don't bet on preseason football anyway. It's just stupid. It's just asking to waste yeah. money. I will admit, though, I did bet on the first game, and I bet on the Ravens' money line, which covered. But I yep. just think it's stupid and a waste of money. And plus, like, I can never watch those Thursday games because that's the first Thursday we got college football back. I go to Kennesaw State. We play – at Georgia State. You guys State. are playing Georgia State at Turner yeah. Field next Thursday, right? Yeah, that might actually Dude. be one of my low-key locks, Kennesaw State Moneyline. I might, I, I actually might skip out on watching the Tulane game or DVR or something, and I might come to Turner Field to watch that game well, because, because, because the boys are coming out, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, I'm, I'm going to go rage with the lads. Yeah, I'm you talking, got I'm, I'm going to get blackout. Oh, I'll join you in getting blackout. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's go do Owls, it. baby. Hell, yeah. Hooty hoot. <laughs> So what's going on uh, with – are we going to talk a little baseball or should we go right to the NFL? What do you want to do? Uh, we'll go baseball a little bit. Um, okay. Our Braves just got through with a series sweep in Pittsburgh. We played really well. Only let them score two runs the whole series. Uh, 1-0 game, um, 2-1 and 2-1 were the scores for the three games. We won all three. Um, Julio Tehran looked great yesterday. Um, the Braves looked really good. The defense looked really good. Pittsburgh – 
They've had a very tough go of it lately. They're two and eight. Um, yeah, they're done. They're in the same situation as Washington, I think. Um, it's yep. they they potentially maybe could fight back for a playoff or a wild card spot. Nah, they're done. But they're done. but it's going to take them playing well and someone else playing bad too. Um, St. Louis is still just fucking white hot, dude. Yeah, they're 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 going to be scary. They're going to make the playoffs here, and they're going to beat somebody. Yeah, and the Dodgers out here, it's it's. I, I was wrong. I said they would go twenty and ten or thirty and fifteen after the All Star break and three and seven in the last ten. So they're done. I, I, I think the Rockies are gonna win that division. I, I have a feeling the Rockies are gonna win over the D backs. And I'll I just somehow sadly think the Brewers are gonna choke and not make the playoffs. And it's gonna be the Cardinals, Cubs, Braves, and uh Rockies. No, so Cardinals, Cubs, and Diamondbacks, Rockies, yep. and uh, Braves. Yep. So no Brewers. Brewers are going to lose out. I, I agree. They've been five and five in their last ten. Um, yeah. They've got a series against Pittsburgh that Pittsburgh is going to want to win. Um, it's at Pittsburgh. I'm not going to say Milwaukee's going to go up there and get swept, but they drop two two out of three, and um, they seem like they're collapsing. They're slowly like collapsing, yeah. like they're pressing. Like and they, they don't have enough they have talent. Some, to, they, ha- they have some talent, but like you said, they don't have enough, to, enough talent to enough. carry the, them through the dog days of summer to where baseball gets hard right now. That's why the Braves are playing so well is because we have depth and we have creativity in the terms of the guys that we can use. Certain guys can – But they also up, brought – they brought up guys that are – like that kid that pitched great, Wilson. Bryce Wilson, you know, you're yes. bringing up Yeah, you're bringing up guys with talent. So it's like nobody's seen these guys – so you don't really know what to expect, and they're they're coming hungry, and they're just like bringing guys up to like really. You, you see that a lot with teams that do well in the playoffs. They bring up a kid who just starts like dazzling people, and and the, the Braves have some kind of magic, and and the Phillies are starting to fall apart. So I think the Braves got it, and it looks good. Um, it looks good for you guys. I would say um, at the top of the National League, it's it's Atlanta, Chicago, and Arizona right now. Um, each with 71, 72, and 71 wins. Um, I feel like the Dodgers are going to have to play well in their next two series if they want to have a shot to make the playoffs, which they could. They're, they're not out of it yet. I mean, we still have. They're not out of it yet, but they, they're showing no signs. Go, you know, like they're showing you know, no signs of of, yeah. of like See, playing I, the way that they've played last year. See, I just feel like, like y'all said, so at the beginning of the season, I predicted the Cubs are going to win the world or going to lose in the World Series to the Astros. I don't feel as good about the Astros anymore, but I think the Cubs, like y'all said, will probably win the division. I think they're the best team, especially after adding Daniel Murphy the other day. Yes, but, but they stole him yeah, off they, the waivers. It was for nothing. Yeah. And then I personally agree. I think that Arizona will probably make it as a wild card. I didn't really see St. Louis coming on making this run. Milwaukee was my sleeper team this year to make the wild card, but I'm on agree with y'all that I think they're going to fall out. I really like Colorado, though, to win that division right now. I have Atlanta, Chicago, and Colorado win divisions, and I have St. Louis and and, uh, actually L.A. is my wild cards. Um, I felt like that was the most stacked-up division. I still believe in L.A. personally. They've been to the playoffs. They added Machado. They added Brian Dozier. I think they're really stacked up from top to bottom. There's no excuses for them not to play the playoffs or make it to the playoffs. Oh, 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 no, there's no excuse. They should absolutely make yeah. the playoffs. Yeah, and they so should. I feel like they're about to start pushing right here, and I think they're going to get that sense of urgency, and I feel like the Dodgers have been there, so I feel like they're going to respond well, and they're going to make it because, I mean, they were down so many games at the beginning of the season, and they bounced back. I feel yeah, like they're going to yeah. be like, come on, guys, we've dug ourselves 
ourselves out of one hole. Let's do it one more time and make that push and get to the playoffs. It just doesn't seem like it's happening, though. It's like, okay, when does this happen? When no. does this urgency happen? And, Maddie, I kind of agree with you. Um, I can see what Thomas is saying by saying that he can see them being the team there. And I can totally yeah. see it. But to be quite honest with you, maybe Dave Roberts isn't the guy you want if you want a sense of urgency. Well, well the thing you is, know, like, like Dave Roberts is, is the guy that you want whenever things are going well. He needs to keep the players on, on a high pedestal. Like, he's the guy yeah. that drives a Lamborghini 10 feet. He's not the guy that has to take the Hummer out of the mud for 30 yards. But, like, take a look at the Nats. The Nats have so much talent. And I know a lot of people are like, this is the Nats year. And everybody's like, all right, they're, they're under 500. Any day they're going to turn it on. They're going to turn it on. And, like, you just don't turn it on. Sometimes you don't turn it on, no matter how much talent you have. And that's because I disagree. I don't think the Nats have that much talent at all. Well, Are you crazy? Yeah. Beginning of the be. year, they're loaded. Um, yeah, I'm with, they're loaded. I'm with they're, they're loaded. Nationals are loaded Dude, top to bottom. Strasburg is 8-8 eight and eight this year. Like, they, like every, it doesn't like, matter. It's loaded. Yeah, they just. Have, I just feel like it's just a lack of them not performing. You know what I mean? When you see the good teams fall apart, kind of like the Seahawks did this last season, I feel yes. like that's the point the Nationals are at. They've been together for so long. They blew yeah, their initial chance to win the World Series when they sat Strasburg out when they made the playoffs, and I feel like the team, everybody's fed up with each other. They want to win. They're, They're all They're like the Clippers and of, they of the MLB. Yeah, and they can't come together. Like It's kind of like, yeah, when the Clippers fell apart, it's like one of those teams. Like The Knicks, yeah. like when you see one of those big teams fall apart, it's kind of like this was their last run together, and they've fallen apart. It's time to deal, deal mm-hmm. everyone out and blow it up. I thought it was stupid they didn't trade Bryce Harbor at the trade I deadline. Agree. I would have traded him. I, I, I was about to say, he, he's going out of town, whether it be to Atlanta whether it be to somewhere in the American League to where they can space him out and find him some protection to hit with. Um, he's gone. He's gone. I agree, he's, he's gone. He's And they could have got a tons of players for him. Yeah, they could have got a whole <laughs> new farm system for him. I mean, if they wanted to yeah. deal with him, Scherzer, Strasburg, Daniel Murphy, I mean, why not go ahead? Like, that's one thing Boston and all those teams are in New York are good at doing, even Atlanta. Like, we're good at once we're like, all right, our team's up. Like, they've fallen apart. Like, let's deal all these players out and get all the assets. Start then, again. Once you yeah. have the team kind of like the Braves have, kind of like the Red Sox have, once you put it together, you yep. go out and you spend the big money on the big players. Red even Sox go get even when you have a, a, a cheating John Coppola trying to sign yeah. players before they're even 14 years old and, and, and shit like that, you could tell what he was doing is still competitive. You mm-hmm. know, like – Everyone that's been working on this six-year, five-year project that the Braves have been yearning for, all the moves, whether or not we like them or not, have been to be competitive. Yep, I agree. I mean, and you're right. Like certain, even big market teams, when they have a bad year, they they get rid of some guys that are big, and they get they get a lot of players back, and they start over. The Yankees did that a few years ago. They got a lot of pieces when they sucked, and they traded some guys to the Indians, to the Cubs. Yeah. They got Torres from the fucking Cubs, the and then they got they got the guy back anyway, so it doesn't really matter. But uh, they rented him out. What's his name? The lefty closer. Throws oh, 100 Ch- miles per hour. Chapman. Yeah, yeah, that was the biggest. I was about to say that that was the biggest trade rape. I think probably top three I've ever seen in sports. They traded yeah. Chapman for the Cubs' number one prospect, Gliber Torres. Then Chapman comes back to him the next year in free agency. Like, yep. I mean, although Chicago did win the World Series, so I'm more I'm a fan of going all in while you have the chance. Yep. So. I have a, don't have maybe much this, of a this is one of the few cases where the one year rental was worth it. Yeah, I would say it was. I mean, if you ask any Chicago fan, they'd be like, "Hell yeah, it was yep. worth it." We ended that curse, and I mean, that was the craziest year I've ever seen in sports. When the the Cleveland won a th- or they came back down three one in the NBA Finals, and they blew a three one lead in the World Series. Yeah. Um, so, Maddie, we're going to talk about the American League now. Um, we yep. got the, we have the Red Sox first team to ninety wins. They reached ninety wins before a team even got eighty. 
Yeah, it happened um, today. They, yeah. they beat the Indians 7-0. Yeah, um, Cleveland, the team they beat today, actually still has the um, Central Division in the American League in Houston. It's just barely, barely, barely hanging on to the uh, the West with 77 wins. Um, our two wildcard teams are the Yankees and Oakland. Yeah. Um, I think we can all agree that we don't see those two wildcard teams changing because Seattle is still three, four and a no, half games I back. Yeah. off. That, but I think I think Oakland could sneak, you know, can make it interesting to win the division. But the teams are set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. The, the, the five playoff teams are currently set. Yeah, I agree with you. The yes. Mariners have kind of faded out. But what people don't realize is over this run where Houston has gotten kind of caught a little bit by Oakland and they're down one game now is that they started this run out with Springer on the DL, Correa on the DL. Altuve, and Altuve, just, Altuve yeah. just hit a home run in AAA yesterday, and I think he's slated to be yeah. back in. Yeah, he got, he got called up yesterday, okay. actually. Yeah, okay. so they finally got all three of those guys back, which to me is huge. I mean, now their pitching and stuff has struggled, but they haven't really gotten the productivity. Like, I, would, I watch the Astros a good bit. I'm, I usually don't watch teams besides the Braves, but I can watch teams like the Astros, Red Sox, and Yankees because yeah. they just hit a home run every other yeah, game. Yeah, you know? it, it, oh, yeah, it's, it's exciting hate. baseball. Yeah. It is. They score runs. Yeah, that's the way I feel about Houston. Like, that's what they were missing in their lineup. Like, yeah, your starter might come out and give five runs up, but okay, all of a sudden you get two runners on, and then Carlos Correa steps in the box and hits a 450-foot piss rod. You know, like, that's just the way it is that they always hit those big home runs. So, I think Houston is still good, but, I mean, obviously Boston's the team to beat. I mean, they've absolutely just run this out of the building. Yes, they have, but I've seen a lot of good teams going to the playoffs and shit the bed. Have amazing regular seasons and shit to bed. I mean, yeah. I still got faith. It's a great number. I think they're plus 350 to win the World Series. If you put 100 on that, it's a great bet. But I've seen a lot of good teams shit to bed in the playoffs. Baseball is the prime sport for that, too. Yeah, when they were at a plus 500 two weeks ago, they were like plus 520, I think. I threw 20 on them. So I feel good about the. I kind of feel good about that. But I mean, it all comes down to who's hot going into the playoffs. Like we've seen the Giants yeah. do it many Pitchers. times. They catch fire. It's exactly. yeah, so that's all it comes down to in the MLB. We I mean, do you really trust David Price and Rick Purcello to, to pitch big games? No. Price that's has been good thing. as of late, and I would trust Price more than I would Porcello, but I do see yeah, but Price has I don't been completely awful. I can't completely depend on that guy. Price is one of the worst postseason pitchers ever. For what he does in the regular season, there's not a worse guy in the in the postseason than David Price. All right. That's what scares you. So, um, Thomas, before we let you go, I, I know you got to go to work and start slanging drinks for that exciting college Thursday night that we love here in Atlanta. Um, no drunk girls tonight. No drunk girls tonight. Um, None. Give me your two teams that are maybe played in the World Series. So, as of right now, playing in the World Series, I am still going to stick with the Cubs coming out of the NL. I just feel like the Cubs, you know, they've had their struggles. They finally turned it on a little bit. I want to pick the Braves, but I can't consciously pick the Braves just because of how Don't be a homer just to be a homer. Yeah, our bullpen, our bullpen's just not theirs. Bullpen's not what we need. I think that our bullpen will cost us too many games in the playoffs. And so I'm going to have to go with Cubs-Red Sox, and I actually have the Cubs over the Red Sox. Um, wow. I, I just feel like, I don't know, I just, I just feel some Cubs magic in the Baseball, air. postseason magic is very weird. It, it, it is definitely I'm not a- out, of the, out of the picture. I'm gonna go Red Sox, Cardinals. I like it. The Cardinals. I was about to say right I, I I wouldn't be if the Braves didn't make it. I would not be mad if the Cardinals made it. Yeah, no. I mean, I'm I probably pull, would pull for Houston as my second team just because I like watching them play. But I just I don't think they're going back to back. They'll make the play. It's kind of like the Falcons last year. You're so yep. good, and you get you. Get you have to go back, but but what are you gonna do? Yeah, exactly. So. uh Thomas, actually, one more point. So, me and you can say that we shit talked about the MLB or the NBA while we were here. On um, 
yesterday it it was approved the NBA three potential or three rule changes beginning next year. So now, after an offensive rebound, the shot clock will reset to 14 seconds instead of 24 seconds. Oh, um, they've expanded the instant replay process for flagrant and technical fouls, and they've simplified the clear path rule. And I, I know Stan Van Gundy is very happy because Stan Van Gundy, that is his biggest problem with NBA referees is the oversimplification of the clear path rule and how it's not called on a consistent basis. Um, just before you head out, what do you think about the new rule changes? Um, you know, I don't, I don't think there are any really anything that major. I mean, obviously the 14 seconds one is I, probably I, the biggest one. I don't one. like that one, but it's not like it's the end of the world. I'm not necessarily a huge fan. I agree with you. I'm not necessarily a huge fan of that one, but I think it'll make it more interesting kind of if a team, let's say, has 30 seconds and they, or I mean like, let's say 50 seconds and they miss the shot, get their own rebound, the other team's losing by one point, then oh shit, they only got four, they can only bleed 14 mm-hmm. more seconds yep. down from the, I think so it, it kind of makes the end of the game a little, yeah, a little bit more I think it exciting. Makes, it makes it a little more interesting and I think it could make for a higher scoring game or lower shooting percentage because they might have to take worse shots just because they don't have time to pull it all the way back out and set it up. So I think it could make for a little more faster paced game, but I'm not, I mean, I'm not, I'm impartial to it, honestly. I think it'll be fun to see how it goes. All right, well, Thomas, we really appreciate you coming on. Um, you can listen to him. Um, his his podcast is on iTunes, Hot Takes with TP3. and Maddie. I'm going to follow it today, and I'm going to tweet, uh, thanks for the, the tip, the lock, and then I will tweet you back Saturday night, and I'll say I'm $30 richer. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, Maddie. I'll, I'll hit you with the follow back for sure, but I appreciate you all having me on today. I really Yeah, enjoy we got to have you on again. You're yeah, all, yeah. I'm, I'm, abs- I'm down to podcast with y'all anytime. I love coming on. I love listening to y'all's show. Like, I probably won't listen to this episode since I already know what we're talking about. Yeah, I was about to say, you, you lived through it. Yeah, but yeah. future episodes, I mean, I always like to listen for at least 20, 30 minutes Thanks, and man. see what y'all are up to. So, Thomas, plug yourself on Twitter and Instagram before you go. Um, I'm at tpinlin23 on Instagram, at on Twitter, at hot takes with tp3, at tpinlin23 as well. I have both Twitter. Twitter still. I'll probably delete my personal one here soon because might have tweeted some uh, questionable things to players that have cost me fantasy championships and other things in the past. We've and all been there. I've definitely hated on Cam Newton pretty bad on my personal Twitter, but yeah, y'all go follow me, give me a shout out, all the good, all that stuff. But once again, I appreciate y'all having me on and keep up the good work, guys. All right, Thanks, Thomas, we'll definitely have you back. You're so, awesome. Maddie, as um, Thomas is going to slip out the door, so he's got to go bartend for these beautiful ladies down in Buckhead for college night. Um, yep. We, me and you are going to talk for a few more minutes, not too long, about the NFL and our fantasy and all that kind of stuff. So, um, so we made a 14-team league now? Yeah, it, well, the demand was actually kind of high. I actually had... How many spots are left? Zero. We, we are completely booked. Okay. Unless you wanted to go to 16 teams, which I, don't, I do not want to do that. Yeah. Um, no, 14. So actually... If you want me to, I'll go ahead and or, – or, or no, let's let's go through the schedule really quick, and then I'll read off our, our participants. So today at 8, we got Eagles versus Browns. Um, doesn't matter the outcome. It's just going to be must-watch TV because it's NFL, the only game on. And then um, tomorrow, first game is Giants-Jets. Then we got Broncos-Redskins, Patriots-Panthers, Seahawks-Vikings, Lions-Buccaneers, and then Packers-Raiders is going to be the, the late game. Um, Packers-Raiders is going to be kind of interesting because Jordy Nelson might play a few snaps, but I doubt he plays past the first quarter if he plays yeah. even to that. And He's then, on the Raiders. <clears throat> yes, yes, going back to his old <clears throat> team to face off against the Packers and Aaron Rodgers and sure. all, that, all that stuff. Um, 
then on Saturday at 1 p.m., we got Chiefs-Bears at 4. We got Texans-Rams, Titans-Steelers, 49ers-Colts at 7. We got Ravens-Dolphins, Falcons-Jags, which is going to be a little interesting because of uh, the comments that Jalen Ramsey made about Matt Ryan and all the other NFL quarterbacks. Sure. Um, he'll play two series, and hopefully Matt Ryan doesn't throw a pick to him because that'll be the well, laughing stock of, uh, of the NFL. It, would, it doesn't it, matter. It still wouldn't be good. And then the the late game on Saturday is Saints Chargers. Um, that one just Drew Brees and Philip Rivers face off to see who could take each other's jobs. You know, I like, didn't sure. Philip Rivers take Drew Brees' job in San, uh, San Diego. That what 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 Drew Brees the old Chargers quarterback? He was before, before he came to New Orleans. And then Philip Rivers was his direct predecessor. He was. Okay, and then um, Sunday at 4, we got Bengals-Bills. And then at 8, we got Cardinals-Cowboys. Um, decent little lineup. Not, nothing really out of the ordinary except for the two games that I denoted and said um, Packers-Raiders and Falcons-Jags. Um, maybe Eagles-Browns will be a little bit comical tonight because it's the worst team in the first team. I'm going to you know? be watching. I'll be watching in 10 minutes. I'm going to see what's going on. Yeah. I just don't – I don't take anything out of the preseason. I don't take anything out of it. Well, take nothing out of it. I, I I take it, but I take it with a grain of salt. And I take it – I just – I take the good with the bad because I know that you can't say the bad doesn't matter whenever you want to cheer for the good stuff. So Dude, just take Browns everything with tonight, a grain of salt. Don't take anything out of it. Even if they win the first that, quarter with the starters, take like, nothing out of it. Like I've said – the outcome of these games don't matter. It's what you see on tape. Sure. Um, so let's go through. We're, we're going to wrap up here soon because we're right at an hour. Um, okay. We will actually read off our 14 fantasy football players in our, what is it, the the, ki- the kickoff season. What do you call the first? The annual first season. Yeah, the annual first season of the Daily Degenerate Fantasy Football League, which is going to be crazy. So our 14 players are Dylan Lang, Gustavo Enendo, Matty Goldberg, who is your yeah, host that's me. talking to me right now. Um, Hell yeah. You got, what's his name, Juan Gonzalez Jr., isn't that his name? Yeah, yeah, he goes, it's lit. That's all he ever says. It's, it's lit. lit. It's lit. It is lit. I can't lie to you. Um, John Mason who went to school with me and Harrison at Bama. He lives in New Orleans. He's a huge Saints fan. I hate him to death. So, um, Sammy Bacon, our boy. Yeah, um, good guy. Love Sammy. Brad Meacham. Nice guy. Good guy. Um, myself, Cohen Hughes. Um, Hunter Myrick, yeah. who is a friend from back home. He goes to Kennesaw as well. Um, he's a Falcons fan, but he is fucking very good at basketball. Like, he is an incredible okay. basketball player. Um Bradley Francis. Good guy. John Hoft. And now he says last name Hoft. My favorite guy. You know, John, me and me and John have been having some separate little private conversations on the Instagrams, on the Facebooks, and you know, like kinda picking each Great other's guy. minds about like what do you think about this? What do you think about this? And John John's yeah. a good John's a good guy. He's he's nice. Um so ladies and gentlemen, what what we're gonna do with the fantasy football league is, is we're that gonna, it? Uh, I counted ten. We're gonna ten. I thought we said fourteen. You, I'm pretty sure. That seemed like ten. Maybe it was maybe it was ten, maybe it was fourteen, but I counted ten. Let's see. 
Dylan Lang, Gustavo, Maddie, Juan, John, Sam, Brad, myself, Hunter Myrick. Oh, I, I, I left out Jeremy. That's 10. Bradley Francis, John Hoft, and then we have we, – I don't know what you're doing. You're like saying we people twice, so well, I, don't, I don't even know what you're talking I'll about. I'm trying to go back over it, but we definitely have 14. Like, I'm, okay, I'll I've, take your word for it. I've, I've went on the fantasy app, and we, we definitely have Very 14. confusing, but I'll take your word for it. Yeah, it's very confusing. But um, what we're going to do is we may do an episode for the draft where we go on Discord and we actually record our hour-and-a-half draft and put it up as a podcast episode. Um, it'll just be like a little auxiliary episode. Nothing will really be said or done, but it'll just be you'll hear us draft. Um, we're going to post the standings every week. We're going to pick the shittiest teams every week and roast them. We're going to post some of the shit talk that we do, you know, like. And um, what we need help from with you guys is uh, figuring out our punishment. So whenever Maddie finishes in last place, like I know he will, what are we going to do to him? Do we get to throw tomatoes at him? Do we get to pour mouthwash on him? Like what? Like what are we going to do to Maddie? Maybe you'll make me take a shower. I haven't taken a shower in three months. I wouldn't want to put that evil on you. I I know a punishment that if uh, if you come in last, Burton Brown gets to date one of your cousins. Oh, I know no, Tanner I, Holly. I know I wouldn't come in last, so I would gladly accept that. How about Tanner Holly, dude? I I would give you six places. I'll come in at least sixth place, or else that gets to happen. Is Tanner uh, in the league? No, he is not. Okay. He um we, we actually all play in a separate league that's like a friends only that, league and he is, he is in that, that league, league too. and um Tanner told me that he had to if he wanted to take one seriously he couldn't do the other one. Okay. So he's in the other one. Yes, he is in the other one. So we, we will get to play fantasy with Tanner, just not He in hates our league. me. He hates me right now. Yeah, he definitely does. But enough of that. Um, um Maddie, is there anything else that you that you've had going on that No, just enjoy on? the games. Uh, enjoy hard knocks because that's better than preseason football. And follow me at Matty Goldberg one on Twitter and Matty Goldberg on Instagram. And uh, I'm gonna put thirty bucks on Colorado State minus fourteen this Saturday. And I'm looking, I'm looking forward. It's a lock by our buddy Thomas, and I'm excited for that. All right, everybody. My name is Cohen Hughes. You can find me on Instagram at Cohen underscore Hughes, or you can find me on Facebook. Just search Cohen Hughes like you would. I don't have a Twitter. Um, this has been episode 12 of the daily degenerate. Hope you guys enjoyed.